The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to my brother, my brother, me and advice show for the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis of McElroy. I'm your sweet baby brother, Griffin, and uh, we're doing it. Yeah, baby. This is the recording. We're doing it. I I have something, an update of sorts. Um, she's already the fastest woman alive, fastest person alive, frankly. Fastest being alive? I don't know. I think a cheetah is probably... But Britney Spears, as we have established, uh, is the fastest human being alive. Just kind of leaning into it a little yeah. bit for my taste, but okay. Well, she's... I mean, since she established it, she has been using it to save people from, you know, from dangerous situations. Uh, and she, just yesterday, uh, was doing a live stream from her home Mm. from her home gym and just casually casually mentioned i haven't been in my home gym for about six months because it burned down there were two candles in there and yeah one thing led to another like guys <laughs> yeah you're really deep in the britney verse trav i really Listen, wasn't ex- you know i got i was not expecting to return here on this on this show, because typically whenever something funny or goofy or zany happens in the world, we'll wring the juice out of it and then we'll move on. But I, I didn't expect you to kind of get off at Britney Station and spend some time holidaying there. You know, Griffin, a lot of people during this time, the last few months, have found a lot of new hobbies. You know, for some people, they've taken up the ukulele or perhaps knitting. And for me... Uh, it's a fascination with uh, Miss Spears. So Brittany's doing okay. Sounds like she's hanging in there. Well, her she rebuilt her home gym. I assume with her own two hands. <laughs> she builds. She actually built it better than Bob Vila and faster yeah. than Bob Vila. Well, yeah. it's kind of like in uh the Batman. The Batman Begins. It's like in Batman Begins. He said, beginning a sentence that I cannot wait to hear. You know, all various well, clauses of. Uh, at first, Bruce Wayne's like, I want to tear down Wayne Manor. I hate it here. And then uh, Ra's al Ghul burns it down, much like two candles burned down Britney Spears' home gym. And then she was like, you know what? I'm going to rebuild it brick by brick. And then she also put a bat cave in the basement, I assume. It's just, what have we turned? This is one of those moments where it sinks in like, damn, shit's different. Mm, you know what yeah. I mean? yeah. We don't this normally... is what it took. Hold on. This is what it took for that to sink in, Griffin. Me covering Britney Spears for a second time out of 509 episodes. It's not. I think it's just doing sort of news. You know what mm, I mean? Like touching the, the headlines. It's touching the vein of just like, here's a thing that's happening right now. Usually when we do the intro, it's most of the time something like, um, hey, everyone, this movie's coming out. And that's funny because we don't actually ca- like we're too cool to care about it. Mm-hmm. And people laugh because they're like, they're talking about Avengers, but they're too cool to care about that nerd shit. And or sometimes it'll be like one of us has turned into another character or, or another creature. And hearing you talk about this Britney stuff that you saw on the on online, it feels I don't know, it just feels different, man. It feels like you've changed, man. Maybe this is gonna be like my model trains, you know, like that thing of like, oh, I never thought Travis would you know, get into painting toy soldiers or whatever. You know what I mean? This is my thing. I'm going to have a room in the attic that the kids aren't allowed to touch. And it's where I keep my Britney Spears conspiracy wall. I was hoping to spend, I had it penciled in this week's intro to talk about the theatrical release of Scoob. Uh-huh. And, I did, and I, of course, have been denied that. Um Good damn, news. I damn, I would have loved to hear that one, Juice. <laughs> I know. Fuck. I had it penciled in. Remember to talk about Scoob Can we start point. over Scoob Watch? Can There's, you include it? 
Here's the there's a headline uh, <laughs> with new rule exemption. Scoob assured Oscar eligibility. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. good. That is a relief for me. <laughs> so Scoob's coming May 15th. That should fix it. Got a good cast for that, though. I don't know what it is. Scoob! Okay. I mean, I'm guessing it has to do with uh, the Scooby-Doo. Yeah, it's Scooby Doo, but before in the before times, it's or every there's a thing I love uh, in trailers where they're like every hero has a story and every story has a beginning and this is our beginning and it's Scoob and it's when they first fell in love with Shaggy and Scooby. Shaggy, what? When Shaggy and Scooby fell in love? No, it's when Shaggy and Scooby. Yes, when Shaggy and Scooby fell in love. Now, don't confuse this. With Scooby Doo, the mystery begins. Okay, which is a 2009 flick starring Robbie Amell as Fred, Nick Pilatus as Shaggy, mm-hmm. and of course, in <laughs> because he's legally bound to Frank Welker is the voice of Scooby Doo. Mm. Um, that is a different. That is an origin story, but it's a live action one. Oh, and the this is animated. Begins. It's been ten years. It's time for a reboot. So I was thinking for my failed introduction that uh-huh. I would do something like uh, talking about, you know, the, all the drama in the royal family without actually oh, knowing boy. what that is all about. Oh, mm-hmm. boy. Do you want me to try or? Yeah, I could try. But do you guys think two bad introductions is enough for one episode or should we try and get the hat trick for me talking about there's the royals? three of us? Yeah, <laughs> it seems insane to stop now. OK, um, yeah, I guess there's something going on over there. Uh, <laughs> they all uh, I guess one of them, Harry, I want to say Harry and his spouse, they have left. They have dipped out of the family. They said, no, thanks. We're tired of it. Uh-huh. And the queen, who is quite old. And how old? How old yeah, is she? She's Trav, 60. Easy. She <laughs> is she can't believe it, is what I've been hearing. And a Can lot you do of the an other, impression of her not believing it? That feels like it may be pushing it, because I don't even actually know how many people over there feel like def- like protective. Like uh-huh. that's my that's my queen. Don't do an old voice for her. And you so, could do like a cool hip voice then. I mean, it didn't have to be an accurate. Uh, okay. You're doing what, Harry? Oh, nailed it. This is an embarrassing true story. We were watching Greatest Showman recently hmm. for the first time because is this uh, a that fourth, is embarrassing. Is this gonna be a fourth bad? No, it's tied to the Queen thing. Okay, okay, okay. It's it's uh it's tied to the Queen thing. Um. Uh, I we're watching The Greatest Showman, and uh, there's this scene where um, <laughs> they go to visit the queen uh-huh. uh, and perform uh, in front of the queen. <laughs> and I, I was watching this flick, and I was I was looking at her, and I said, "This is she's young, right?" In this movie, <laughs> performing, and I said, "You know, it's crazy to think that she's still a queen." <laughs> oh, Justin, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> It's a different. It, that film is set in the 1850s. Yeah. So that is a that would be what? quite a thing. And so it is. Different. I mean, it would be weird to think that she's still the queen, huh? And then my, Sydney was like, "Are you fucking? Are you fu- are you fucking?" Idiot? And I had to do a classic move of like, "Wow, you didn't get my great joke. My cool uh, joke, yeah, yeah. I did. Call <laughs> cool blimey, joke. didn't get that one, huh? Oh bollocks." <laughs> Apples and pears. Oh boy! Yeah, I was embarrassed about that. Uh, this would this would be quite the reveal for if she finds out that it was not in fact a cool a cool joke she didn't get, but in fact the fact that I'm an idiot. Uh, it is crazy to think that she's still the Queen Victoria is 160 years old and still the queen, still kicking it, still kicking it, still rocking the castle. Oh boy. Uh so this is an advice show, as you've certainly guessed at this point. Uh we have to do an introduction. At some point we signed a contract with Jesse Thorne that said we would do an introduction at the beginning of every Let's, episode. Next episode, can we just try just fucking chart like bull rushing that shit and get like getting right into it, like no introduction, just to see how that feels. Okay. Just to see yeah, how that's that scary does. just to think about it. Okay. There's no table setting though. How people get into the vibe. That feels like a plane doing like a vertical liftoff. 
One of my roommates recently broke up with their partner a month into quarantine. They're understandably lonely and sad and need a lot of support. This afternoon, they asked if they could take a nap in my bed just to have some company. So I said, sure. It's now 8.30, and I'm starting to look towards bedtime, but my roommate is still snoozing. Do I wake them up? How do I wake them up? Do I just go to sleep next to them? Do I sleep on the couch? Please, brothers, I work at 7 a.m. tomorrow, and I'm running out of time. That's from Befuddled in bedtime, Befuddled by Bedtime in Boston. Oh, boy. Oh, classic Friends episode. I, so I'm assuming where Joey sleeps and sleeps and sleeps and sleeps. Yeah. I'm assuming through context clues that you were not in the bed. Like you were maybe like watching TV or playing video games or like sitting at your computer and they napped to be in the room with you. Yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. I guess they are in the room. I don't think you are asleep next to them. I do like the question. How do I wake them up? That one seems pretty easy to answer. Maybe a poke or a shake. One of those two. No, you gotta be, they've been through a rough thing, though. You have yeah. to be gentle. That has to be gent. maybe open a window and let the music of the city. You know what <laughs> I mean? Kind of a, a soothing, the soothing like jazz that. coming up from the club across the empty club, the unpopulated club yeah, like across kiss, the street. A kiss of breeze. Mm. Mm. The rat-a-tat mm. of the subway drums. Mm. Sm- the smell of fresh croissants at the patisserie. The oh. birds going about their jobs. They're doing their thing. One's in the room. Oh, gosh. Oh, no. Now everyone's awake. This bird's in here. Someone <laughs> get this starling out of here. What? It's oh. cooking? The bird is cooking? This is what? incredible. He's got an alto saxophone fuck yeah <laughs> really is cooking yeah, yeah. oh it's Ooh. all about the notes the bird doesn't play <laughs> come on that actually is the last one last time anybody can ever do that oh, everyone really? everyone write a new joke about jazz okay. please yeah i get so i'm guessing you're in the room with them they're napping you you you're uncomfortable with napping next to them that's probably a good call unless you want to and i'm not gonna like cast aspersions but let's just say escalate it yeah. This is a bad time for roommates to bump it up or escalate it. I mean, even if it's just like unintentional spooning, right? Don't. Like yeah. yeah. You're going to activate. You're going to e- escalate. And this is not the time to be doing that. Like It is a, actually do not activate. Do not escalate is a very good sort of rule of thumb for I think everyone in our current situation. That's de-escalation yeah. is, going, is yeah. going to present some serious issues. But also, you know what? If, maybe maybe go sleep in their bed. Yes. No. And, that's gonna, and then just switch rooms. I'm saying with a, specifically with a roommate scenario, uh-huh. you are tied to them. You are doing a a you know three legged to five or seven or some odd number of leg race with these people right now, and you cannot escalate that, or else you are just like you are you are just like really weighing yourself down. One thing you should do is wake them up and be like, hey, I didn't want to, this is, your circadian rhythms are going to be fucked. Yeah. You have got to get it together. You can't be sleeping right now. Go out and take a jog. I don't take a jog. Like, just, You can socially distance the jog. I don't care about the jog, though. They just need to be up and out, and I'm worried about their rhythms. Right. Oh. Uh-huh, the circadian uh-huh. rhythms, they're going to mess themselves up. You shouldn't be s- napping till 830? That's when did no, the nap st- when did the nap start? I don't know. We don't have the information. Fuck. But here's the thing, unless the answer to that is 8:15, it's gone on too long. It's 8:30 is like the best fucking time. 8:30 is like my favorite time of day. The kid on my time of day yeah. is 8:30. That's must see TV right there. Yeah. Must see <laughs> TV's on. Kiddos in bed. Had your dinner, belly full, maybe having a little uh, cocktail, something to wind down the day, and yeah. it's just started. You're not like bumping up against bedtime just yet. It seems like you could do anything. We have time to. We could start a movie at eight thirty. Right. Oh my god, that's exactly what I was about to say. <laughs> like, why? Why would you want to be asleep during the eight thirty times, which is the best fucking times? It is. It was literally. I I did not see the Star War, the new Star War in the theaters. It came out, literally, it was out for, I believe, three weeks before we finally timed it out. It was like, we have time to watch this entire Star Wars. We finally got the kids to bed early enough to watch the Star Wars. Still started to fall asleep, hour in, did have to break it up into two showings. Mm -hmm. 
sleep, NBD. Sleep at 11 p.m. Nap at uh, nap at 1.30 p.m. Nap nothing at, at 1.30. Yeah, there's nothing fucking going on. Nothing good no, going nobody's on. Nobody's doing shit. 8.30 is bumping, baby. That's when the music of the city is really hitting its <laughs> hitting its zenith. Oh, yeah. That's where you oh. get, like, the the wheels cross across, like, you know, the grates, and you get that bum, bum, tum, bum, 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 as the, the cars drive the by, yeah. you know. The rhythm of the city. Yeah. You get it. We all know what the rhythm of the city is. <laughs> yeah. Boom, boom. Hey. Sl- boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Boom, Here's boom, a, boom, boom. I got a Yahoo that was sent in by several hot people. hot dogs here. I got hot dogs here. Umbrella, 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 umbrella. Extra, extra, read all about it. Extra, extra, read all about it. He's Get bleeding. Off. He's bleeding. It's Get everywhere. Off. Get off my bus. Hey. Get off my bus. Hey. I dropped all my eggs. I dropped all my eggs. <laughs> there goes I the wait. baker with his tray like always. <laughs> Marie. The baguettes. <laughs> uh, here's a Yahoo that was sent in by several people. Thank you, everyone. It was uh, an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to call. Um, uh, just this. This one's just named John. Mm. Oh, a- and Is John it spelled a- funny. Uh, no. Oh, J O H N. That's oh. what it says in my mind. Uh, John asks, <laughs> "Where do?" Sorry, one sec. Can we just talk about the Martian Manhunter for a second? <laughs> <laughs> of course. Okay, Russian man. <laughs> what? Okay, his name is John Jones. I, okay, yeah, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this. Finally, um, finally, someone create. I hey Tim, I need you to create a new uh, superhero by the end of the day. Okay, so uh, did you finish your assignment? It's actually Joseph, uh, Joseph Samichin. Uh, d- uh Did you finish your assignment, Joseph? I did. Yes. This is the Martian Manhunter. He's an alien who manhunts. Oh, cool. That's very good. Does he have a secret identity? Because those are huge right now. Yes. Yes, he does. Uh, okay, so what's his secret identity? Um, John. Oh, <laughs> is, that John? Like a, is that like a human name he took to blend in? J. No, it's different. <laughs> it's J. Apostrophe O N N. So John is his name. John. <laughs> yes, John is his is his secret identity. Uh, does he have a last name? It's Jones. <laughs> is that just like regular? Um, it's actually J apostrophe O N C Z. So hold on, let me just check real quick, Joseph. It's John Jones. <laughs> It's real weird and alien. <laughs> it's diff- It's really different. Uh, so it's that, diff- weird and alien. And I'm I sorry. came up with it a long time ago, and not now. <laughs> so, so Joseph, you're telling me that it's weird and alien, but they still use letters like J and O and N. It's John Jones. <laughs> the letters are the same even in space, Travis. It's the constant universal language is letters. So okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so sorry. Go ahead with the Yahoo. Yeah, is that was a fun little detour. Uh, John asks, "Where do guys place their valuables when grinding?" Thank if you. Gr- if I'm grinding with a girl, I'm wearing jeans and think that it would be more comfortable for both of us if my front pockets are empty. Makes the dance feel better. But then I will need my wallet and phone with me, so where do you think I should place them? I know about the back pockets, but what about other places? I'm a guy, lol. Okay, first of all, it's 2020. You can grind with anybody. Like, anybody can grind with anybody, all right? So I don't think that this has to be- Actually, let me, if I could just- Nobody can grind- Oh, right now. Just nobody can grind with anybody. Right. Grind yourself, baby. I feel like the problem with this is, like, there have been so many numerous innovations- that have been designed to fix this very problem, and the problem is society has turned their back on them. I'm thinking mostly of the fanny pack. The fanny pack was there, so you're you could saying think- the mm-hmm. fanny pack is not gonna. I guess the fanny pack, when deployed above the uh, the fanny, the in non non sort of British terminology, right. the, the American fanny, <laughs> the American fanny, <laughs> when deployed above the American fanny. Uh, for the, uh, let's say, the top in the grinding scenario, then it would be out of the way. I guess the bottom in the grind 
could be wearing the fanny pack in the British sense. Yes, and and you know, as long as we're talking about it now, what about grind butlers? Maybe oh, just, that's cool. Yeah, butlers deployed throughout the dance floor with trays who will mm-hmm. take and hold your valuables and, most importantly, protect them yeah. while you uh, get your grind on, as the kids say. Mm. So you can be Hi, like, Dave- I'm pitching. I'm looking for a $10 million investment for my idea, grind butlers. So I'd be like, Grimsby, I'm finished. Uh-huh. And he would come over with a silver tray that had my phone and my inhaler on it after I Correct. finished grinding. Okay. Correct. Okay. And here's Does the thing. He if to, someone tried he... to take your inhaler, Grimsby's yeah. like throwing elbows. So he has to be strong. Oh, yeah. Okay. He's a burly butler. I have a lot of questions actually about this, Travis. I'm glad you brought okay. it up. So uh, Grimsby, the grinding butler, is uh-huh. not, he doesn't participate. We in can just any... say Grutler, by the way, if you want to shorten it. I do. Okay. Uh, Grinsby the Grutler. Grinsby yeah. the Grutler is going to watch. Does he watch me do? <laughs> oh, yeah. He needs to be there in case you need him. He's not just. Okay. He is. He performs other butler duties as well, but his prime directive is to collect valuables whilst grinding. So he's yeah, there but, for you. But I do. I, just, I think I want him in earshot, but not eyeshot. So if I could, I place like a little mask on his eyes. Like I'll hand him the my inhaler. I'll hand him my phone. I'll hand yeah. him, uh, you know, some of the some of the toys that I have in my pocket, and he'll put yeah, them definitely. on a tray. They're and then pokey. I can sl- yeah. and then I can slip a little mask, like a sleep mask, over his eyes, so he doesn't see me do what I'm about to do. Does he right. put the the? Do you put the pieces of trash that you mean to throw away? Is that weird to give Grimsby the Grutler? No, I. In fact, he gets kind of offended if you don't let if you don't give it to him because he's like, okay. "That's my job, sir." Now I have a question. Uh-huh. Here's a different question. Yes, yes, yes. Will he be monitoring my text messages for information that I might want? Yeah. Like, am I gonna be grinding and Grimsby's like, excuse me, sir, but there's a text here from Stinky D. He says Stumblers 2 is bumping. Get down here. Can't yes. miss that. Yes, indeed. He will also remind you to hydrate. Um, that is okay. the, because I mean that's very important. Uh, now he will not get you the drink. Let's be clear, he will not get you the drink. <laughs> He's not a butler for fun's no. sake. That is not his job. Don't insult that, him. Yes. Now I guess I guess just another question, Trav, for this product, which Wait, is a man. Before I move on, sorry, Griffin, I do want to hear that question. I do want to ask something. Yeah. If I go to get a drink, uh-huh. will Grimsby take my grinding spot? Yeah, I don't and want hold that. It? I don't want that. Now here's the thing: not with your partner. Or partners, right? But he will kind of spread his arms to create a perimeter <laughs> so that he can maintain the hole you have created to do your thing. And I want him to maintain the rhythm. Like I don't. I want to just like hop right back into the oh, rhythm. Oh yes, no. I, he I, he will definitely. He will act as an avatar for your grinding. Perfect. Cool. Uh, so my question that Justin so rudely interrupted is: I'm so I've given Grimsby my valuables to hold. Yes. And then I'm grinding, and I uh-huh. dupe. I do pass away while I'm grinding. <laughs> yes, what they are his. Yeah, they're his now. <laughs> that is I'm it. not sure I want that to happen, Travis. <laughs> I, would, I want him to be able to, like, those would still be sort of, like, under my uh, my will. <laughs> when you hire Grimsby, you have to name him the executor. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Okay. So if you so hard, you die. Right. You will settle your affairs. And he right. will also, I should... This is an, okay, I'm glad you asked because uh, this is in the fine print. He will not only take your valuables, he will take on your whole personality and continue grinding. Um, because that, our slogan here at Grind Butlers is the grind goes on. <laughs> One other thing to that is that yeah. the circumstances of your death are in any way mysterious. Right. Grimsby will not rest until the crime is solved. That's true, yeah. even if he committed it. That's the interest. Like he will hunt himself down, right? Uh, and I, or, uh, there is okay. He checks that first though, because the the but the butler did it. The the grutler didn't. Yeah. So you don't have yeah, to worry that about is that. Important. And now there 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 is one thing. Um, uh, just okay. we've done a lot of product Sounds testing. Good it's so all been far, perfect so far. We've done a lot of product testing. Um, and there is kind of one big pitfall that you need to be aware of. You need to be careful. That you don't fall in love with Grimsby. That happens. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he's so reliable and like dependable. And you know, you're out there on the dance floor trying to make a connection and it keeps falling apart. And who's always there for you? It's Grimsby. And after a while, like, 
it becomes yeah. you know, it becomes sexual, um, and you have to be really careful there. Love. I'm just gonna come out and say, uh, just a quite like bathroom stuff. Is this gonna be a problem for Grimsby? Does he have this sort of biological needs as I understand them? Well, yeah, and maybe he's trained. Like Travis, he's, well, he's highly trained uh, in tantric peeing, so he can like kind of he can go all night and then just pee always, once. He's always peeing a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you mean he holds his feet or do you know clarify please? Well, you have the <laughs> option. Think, it's up to you. I'm thinking about how much it's going to cost me to keep he has him special in pants. track suits. He has special pants that tuck into his boots <laughs> and so he can pee a little bit the whole time or if you would prefer not to have to replace the boots every night cuz that is on you. That expense is on you. Then you can, It's like a classy place. Yeah. <laughs> then he does need a 45 minute break just yeah. once a night. Once a I'm day, frankly, you- if you're partying, partying straight, like if we're like in a Coachella situation or something and you never want to leave, then he can do once every, he can go 72 hours, but then he does need four hours off. He's like a camel, yeah. And yeah. Trav, I, it's, I'm glad you answered that because I was wondering if maybe you could address the rumors that have been circulating that Grimsby does emit just a constant kind of foul odor that <laughs> well, no one seems to know exactly not, where it's coming from. That's not... With every Grimsby, sometimes it's just a weird humming noise. Yeah, uh, that is a th- that's that uh, yeah, and the odor. Okay, so it's actually the odor and the humming noise, but usually the odor and as weird as this is to say, drowns out the humming noise. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, it's a it's a chemical smell, which is which is worrying. Yeah, no, it's very it's very upsetting but so far i mean listen we're still in early stages of testing at this point the grimsby model's only been on the market for a couple months we have no idea what like the long-term issues are but for right now still looking for that 10 million dollar investment so it's yours Ah, it's yours for zero for zero percent of the company this sounds great that's a great deal yeah if Griffin wants to make good on this incredible offer, he's going to need to start building wealth. And the be- only way that we know how to do that is to take you with us to the money zone. I, like everyone else of uh, good moral fiber, I'm trying to limit my visits into the outside world as much as possible lately. And uh, one of the most convenient ways I've found of doing that is utilizing stamps.com. If you need to mail stuff, you need to uh, uh, buy postage, you know, mailing stuff. Yeah, mail mail stuff. You know, know, post office stuff. Uh, You can do it with Um, stamps.com. And it's not just... Uh, U.S. Postal Service rates, Stamps.com also offers UPS services with discount rates up to 62%. And uh, with Stamps.com, you don't have to pay UPS uh, residential surcharges. So it turns kind of like turns your home. You're bored with your house. Why not turn it into a post office space? Not for public usage. No. I'm pretty sure that's illegal. That's, yeah. Don't do that. Don't do that. But you, it can serve all the the same uh, purposes. You now uh, you could do it. I think for the members of your household, you could set it up and make them come to you. And that's iffy. That's yeah. iffy. Mm-hmm. I guess if you charge them, it's probably yeah. That's probably bad. In addition to saving time and gas and safety, you know, not going to the post office, uh, they also have some discounts. Stamps.com is going to give you five cents off every first class stamp, up to uh, 40% off USPS shipping rates. Uh, and right now, our listeners can get a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in my brother. All one word. That's stamps.com. Enter my brother. Stay safe, friends. It's it's actually my friends, Justin. Yeah, stay safe, my this is friends. In, it is important that we hit that every every time that we do talk about stamps. because, And I think this is fucked up. And I yeah. won't say this. I wouldn't say this to stamps, so I hope they're not listening. They're not. But I think it's fucked up that stamps only wants their friends to be safe. And now, not to be fair... Other- you know, they're, they, they're not wishing ill to their non-friends. Oh, no, 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 no. But they are no, just no, saying, no, no. "Hey, my friends, mm-hmm. stay safe. Everyone else, do eh. what, everyone else, do what you're gonna do." Yeah, it's fine. Listen, I can't control my not friends. You know yeah, what I mean? I don't. I don't know them. 
Uh, hey, do you know what has been really helping me through these tough times is my underwear that oh, I Oh, you didn't wear. even give me time to guess. Well, yeah, there was no point because you knew what the answer is because we're looking at ad copy together. Yeah, but I was going to say something like, you know, uh, the love of family and friends. No. Or like your your brain meds or like, no, I don't know, no, no. The, your child's laughter. No, man, it's the it's my it's my Gujar wear, bruh. It's uh, talking about me undies. Yeah. Because uh, they are comfortable as hell. Whether it's uh, whether we're talking about undies, whether you're talking about lounge wear or uh, them them onesies, which are so soft, uh, they they got all kinds of really comfy shit. Uh, you know what I like? I, I like their t shirts. Oh, the t shirts are fantastic. Mm, uh, you could you can also get a membership from Me Undies, and it is very very handy. Imagine this: every month, the softest, coziest undies magically appear at your door, and as and your on your body, and then on your body. Uh, that part's not magical. You do that with your hands. It feels magical. You get more of these underwear with uh with with this membership. Uh, and y- you're just going to be living the dream. Uh, also, a membership comes with site-wide savings, early access, and free shipping, uh, and zero reasons to ever leave your house. You just grab those new undies right off the porch, and it does say here, get back to that summertime dreaming, which yeah. I, rarely do we read this verbatim, but damn, that's strong. Uh, anyway, you can get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee by going to MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. That's MeUndies.com slash MyBrother. Hi, I'm Jackie Cation. Hi, I'm Lori Kilmartin. And we have a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show. Who are you, Lori Kilmartin? Oh, my God. So much pressure. Uh, I'm a stand-up. I've been doing stand-up since 1987. Uh, I'm a writer for Conan. I've written a couple books, have a couple CDs out, have a special out. Who are you, Jackie? Well, I, too, am a stand-up comic since 1984. And uh, I do the road like a maniac and uh, don't have a cool writing job, but I have four albums out working on a new album. We talk about stand-up. We talk about uh, all the different parts of stand-up comedy. So that's the Jackie and Lori Show, and you should subscribe on Maximum Fun if you want to hear that. (laughs) And I would encourage you not to. Yes, yes. Oh, man, you were right on it. I want to munch. Squad. I want to munch. Squad. Welcome to Munch Squad. It's a podcast within a podcast. I was trying to take you back to 2007 with that introduction because it is the Munch Squad. What were we calling it? Munch Squad Retro? Munch I, I, I think you've a, called it a different fucking thing every single time. Yeah, let's let's keep doing that. This is Throwback Munch Squad. We're going back into the archives for some classics. Uh, this one comes to us from Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. And it's um, Coldstone Creamery. And this is really like peak. I don't know if this is peak wildness, but th- this is this has to be one of the earliest examples of absolutely wild press releases I have seen. It is from 2007. Coldstone Creamery unveils new frozen treat innovations for the love of it. Huh? Huh? The love okay. of the the love of the the game, the ice cream. Y'all, this one's the, y'all can't get hung up on this. Okay. okay, this is a wild one. Okay. If there were an encyclopedia definition for passionate ice cream lover, it would read something like this. Oh boy! A passionate ice cream lover is one that is unapologetic <laughs> about their obsession with ice cream. This person, Why did you kill that man? I don't need the answer to you. <laughs> this person craves the highest quality ice cream made just the way they like it. I mean, ice cream, right? <laughs> just making it the ice cream way that results in ice. There seems like a pretty narrow band of things that will result in ice cream. I like it in a ball shape on a cone or a cup. <laughs> this person craves the highest quality ice cream made just the way they like it. And at one time or another has Cross the line to get it. (laughs) What the the fuck are you talking about right now? What are you implying? What line? The thin blue line? Oh boy. What line? The ice cream. The red line? Listen, guys, I worked at TCBY for for a summer and a half. There's a fucking line, and you do not cross it. Maybe it's the picket line? Was there a big strike going on in 2007? I don't remember. This This ice cream flavor is scab. 
<laughs> Cold Stone Creamery's taste master, Ray Karam, understands this desperate love for customized super premium ice cream and even has a story or two about crossing that line. Jesus. Oh my God. Luckily, Karam har- harnessed that passion, enthusiasm for ice cream to develop an array of innovative frozen treats available at stores throughout the country starting June 1st. Thank God he harnessed oh, his passion no. before it could destroy him <laughs> and those he loved. Can you imagine that kind of ice cream line crossing passion out just in the streets? Well, Fuck. to be fair, he harnessed it while in ice cream jail. Like, I mean, it, it was a state mandatory harnessing. Right. In his quest to incorporate ice cream into every part of the day, Karam has developed <laughs> French toast ice cream. Jesus. And no flavor would be complete without a custom creation combination. In this case, it's French toast with the most. Made with French toast ice cream mixed together with apple pie filling, pecans, and cinnamon. Now, if only ice cream would become an acceptable breakfast food, ice cream lovers around the world would rejoice. So this has been a pretty long press release so far. And so far, I have learned that there is a dude out there who really does like and enjoy ice cream a lot. And they do have um, they do have French toast with some mix-ins. And it has taken like seven paragraphs to get there. This um, this next line was good enough that I stopped reading the press release because I decided that even if it was just what I've read so far in this line, it would be fine. It would be acceptable. I have no idea what comes next. We're all going to find out together. After developing French toast ice cream, you can imagine the taste master became parched and in need of a pick me up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm spent. I can't imagine that. <laughs> no more. That's precisely what I imagined. It is finished. When I heard that, I thought, man, that dude must have gotten mad thirsty after thinking of that ice cream flavor. (laughs) You can imagine that. Uh, As a result, the already exciting line of smoothies, which is a, I mean, I don't know what, they seem to know what they're talking about. The smoothies now has a new addition that packs a punch. The new Mountain Dew smoothie (gasps) called Dew Iced delivers amazing tastes combined with an exhilarating boost. Fuck yes. With Dew Iced appealing to the heart, uh, sorry, with Dew Iced appealing to the young at heart, Uh Karam thought it was best to honor, next honor those ice cream sentimentalists that love a good old fashioned Sunday. And that is with a capital S and the AE at the end. So you know it's fucking fancy. Starting June 1st, Cold Stone Creamy will offer three new Sundays that feature indulgent, rich ingredient layers together as such. This is the fucking, I'm not messing up the words anymore. This is just the wildest. Okay. <laughs> they didn't think Bananas- anyone would keep reading past this boy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to list these. There's no way they're available anymore. Quote, this, this time of year always makes me smile. The war- weather is warm. <laughs> Families are spending time outdoors. I bet it does make you smile, you greedy fuck. <laughs> you ice cream pervert. You ice cream pervert. I bet you do get horny when the weather's warm. And families are spending time outdoors, making it the ideal time to enjoy ice cream together. No fucking shit, Karam. Damn. Inspired by my own summertime memories, I sat out to develop several new innovative frozen treats that add to the merriment of the season. We've been doing this a long time. I'm not sure I've ever seen someone in the press release that's like, fucking, I did it again. (laughs) Good on me. I really, I did it again. And I'm so proud. Of, of myself for doing it, crushing it once again. For those ice cream lovers that want their ice cream in the comfort of their own home, Cold Stone Creamery now offers a line of grab-and-go creations available in the store display freezer. Ice cream aficionados across the country are raving about the new grab-and-go flavor, Shaka Cone, made with crunchy sugar cone pieces. Okay. And, gosh, I'm luxurious. Uh-oh, it sounds so. like Justin needs a frozen Mountain Dew pick-me-up. Oh, he's parched. Yeah. I'm parched. Um, I'm parched. Hey, I'd fuck up a Mountain Dew smoothie. But not a slushy. To be clear, a smoothie. Yeah, that means they got yogurt or kale in there. Yeah, I don't care for that idea at all. At the the Tees, we used to offer an item where we would mix uh, like a sherbet with Sprite and blend that up in the mixing machine and serve that up. And one day I came in and I did have like a one liter bottle of the dew. And I was like, hey, what about this? I mixed that shit up and I drank it 
And then I was just at a LAN party. Like I just <laughs> wow. was at a LAN party after that. Amazing. Um, you got, um, just real quick, I had something, I, I hate to butt up against Justin's thing, but. Um, then don't, then wait, wait. Oh, hello. Do, then wait, you haven't in. done it yet. You haven't. I was just about <laughs> to give late. my brothers a bit of a quiz, but if you'd like, uh, you're welcome to play along at home. I don't yes. want, hey, check this out. Hey, I've never done this before. I don't want to. I think you'll really enjoy this one, Griffin. I've I've tailored questions for both of you. Sure, I think sure, you'll sure. really enjoy this. No, but check uh, this out. Check this out. Uh-huh. I'm not going, I'm not gonna. Okay. Well, Justin, I'll start with you then. Great. Looking forward to it, Trav. Give him, my, give him my questions, too. Oh, okay. You got it. In the Carly Rae Jepsen song, I really like you. She sings about really, 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 really liking someone. What actor is featured in the music video for this song? This baby bullshit. Um, let me remember. Don't so look it up. Do not look it up. I'm not looking it. I'm not looking it up. Let me think. Judd Hirsch. That's Incorrect. Right. The answer is Tom Hanks. Nope, it's Judd Hirsch. Justin's right. <laughs> now, Griffin, okay. I'll go ahead and give you Justin's. Where did you get? Thing. I don't know where you got your information, Travis, but Judd Hirsch was the subject of Carly's affection in that video. Uh, so Griffin, excuse me. <laughs> I'm winning, Griffin. Justin. Do you hear that? He's dying. Do you hear it? Uh, we're, in the we're 1996 FMV classic, The Seventh <laughs> Guest, you play uh-huh. a disembodied consciousness that moves through the house, solving puzzles and observing the events of that mystery- mysterious night at Stolf's house as they unfolded long ago. What right. is your character's name? Dave Thomas. Is that? Is that- <laughs> It was, it was a Wendy's only. It came in uh, the Happy no, Meals, I believe. In the comedian Dave, the comedian Dave Thomas. Oh, that comedian Dave Thomas. No, the Wendy's one. It was the Wendy's one. Now, what do you think is the real answer, Griffin? Shimothy. I don't know, Travis. Fuck. Justin, do you know the answer? Ego. Ego is correct. Justin, in the song yes. Boy Problems, co-written yeah. by, among others, Sia... Jepsen reveals that she has very recently broken up with her boyfriend. In the music video for the song, what iconic hairstyle does Jepsen sport? Bob? Griffin, do you know the answer? No, I was asking my friend Bob. Uh, I see. <laughs> Hold on. He, he's in, he, he doesn't know. Griffin, it's do you the know? Short, I mean, she had the short, dark hair in that one, like the Liza, the Liza it's Minnelli a hair. Mullet. A mullet? It's a mullet, yes. Okay. That feels wrong too. That's correct. Now, <laughs> nah, Griffin. man, mine was right, and Justin. So far, Justin, I'm giving you Travis's points, which I don't even know how that works. But it was. <laughs> I'm still hung up on Judd Hirsch. <laughs> All right, Justin. One last one. Yeah. One last one here. The 2018 Jepsen Bop Party for One became. Oh yeah. Became an instant self care slash masturbation anthem. The music video begins with those two are synonymous, but go on. The music video begins with a hotel desk clerk performing what strange act? Uh, masturbating. Incorrect. Griffin, do you know? All There's I nothing know, strange about masturbation, Justin. All, I, well, it would be straight. I mean, anything could be strange given enough context, Travis. And I think that a, a hotel clerk in his little his little cap and uh, 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 uniform masturbating would be quite strange. Well, you say that, but darling Nikki was in a hotel lobby masturbating with a magazine. So there. Griffin, do you know the answer? It's masturbating. And it was Inc- Judd Hirsch, the first answer. <laughs> it is incorrect. They, they face plant into a loaf of bread. <laughs> so I think the winner is Griffin. All right. Wait, what? Well, maybe it's tied because you knew ego, and he got if 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 just I'm giving Justin one of my points for that Judd Hirsch answer, man. I still think he got fucking ripped on that. <laughs> All right, the winner shit. is Justin. Yeah, I won. Hooray! Here's another question. No, here's another or question. Do you want to do Yahoo? Yeah, this one was sent in by Michelle. Thanks, Michelle. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user because everybody on Yahoo is a chicken shit these days. I guess back in my day, people would put their fucking burnt name on shit. But uh, Denise asks, is it possible that someone has looked at a mummy or skeleton in a museum that was their great, 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 and so on grandparent? I went to a museum some time ago, and there was a couple of mummies that were buried together in the Stone Age or so. 
I know it sounds weird, but I felt a really strong connection to them. They felt like family. I got so sad. Is it even possible that they were related to me? Huh. Huh. Is it possible? Is it possible? Yeah, yeah, it's possible, right? Like, I mean, Stone Age mummies are not possible. That's probably not right. That's That's not right. But back in like, you know, mummy times, there were only like 100 people on Earth. Yeah, there weren't that many. Yeah, right? Like, chances, because you start, you got Adam and Eve, right? Yeah. And then you got Cain and Abel, and then it's a little fuzzy for me for a while. Yeah. How, how that worked out. I really enjoy the idea that this question asker is in a museum, yeah. and they're looking at some mummies, and they're like, oh my God, I feel an incredible, incredible connection to these mummies. I wonder, I think that I might be related to these mummies. I wonder when these mummies are from. The plaque is three feet away from me. <laughs> ah, fuck, I don't know. Probably the Stone Age or some shit. Anyway, I gotta go get on Yahoo about this one. <laughs> and if you um, look, see how they kind of have like a head and body? I have a head and body too. That's just like me. We're the same animal. So like, I know that they are probably my great, great. I, let's figure out how many greats it is. Cause I want to okay. say, f- I want to say like four or five. It's not as many as you think it's going to be. And I think it's fucked up, actually, that the, there are mummies in museums. Because that's a dead body. Sure. No one ever Thank talks you. about that. But, like, do you think that docents at museums are, like, when kids come in, they walk up to the kids and they're like, hey, kids, you want to see a dead body? Because <laughs> it is a dead person in there, I'm assuming. I mean, uh, more museums should advertise like when they have those mummy tours. Yeah. They should just th- have a huge banner that's like, hey, kids. Dead folks. <laughs> you guys want to see a dead <laughs> that's body? It. Back in my day, I didn't want to go to a museum that had a mummy in it for fear that it would come to life and suck all of my vital organs out of my body like the movie showed me that they could do. When really, I shouldn't have gone to see them because it is dead bodies. I hope nobody mm-hmm. digs up my dead ass and I puts disagree. me on. I Okay. Here's the thing. What, what, they're gonna leave me in the ground for no one to even think about? Or, and enjoy? Yes, or, and enjoy? <laughs> I, listen, I don't wanna be one of the ones that gets eaten to like yeah. cure uh, rickets or whatever. Right, I wanna yeah. be one of the ones that's put in a well lit, Frank, gotta be well lit, like wing of a museum for people to be like, dang, I bet he was important or else he wouldn't be here. That's a good point, Travis. You're enjoying it. Right. Yeah. People want to enjoy you. Thank you. You want people to be enjoyed. And you know what? Um, no case. Let them touch me. Yeah. No, Let them no find case. out. No case. Good lighting. <laughs> <laughs> Let them find Let out. Because <laughs> that's the thing. I see the mummy now, and I'm like, ooh, I want to touch it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> a, limited, a limited engagement. <laughs> to come experience Travis McElroy the way he was meant to be enjoyed. Let, touch Travis good, while he lasts. Good lighting, no case. L- listen, the oils on your human hands are going to wear away at his old, old body. So, like, yep. come and get a touch. First come, first serve. All the flash photography you want, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. Be there while it lasts. Travis was a limited engagement, but he's back now (laughs) for a little bit. For a little bit. No no food and drinks in the Travis chair. All right, you can bring your food and drinks in. Spill some Mountain Dew on him. See if he wakes up. Dump a dew iced on his head. See if it's enough to invigorate him. He's back. Do museums have skeletons in them? I don't think they do, right? They do. Sure they got they dinosaur do. skeletons, but they don't have human human skeletons, do well, they? Well, dinosaurs were the not... humans of their day, Griffin. And they're not skeletons. It's like rocks saying what they thought the bones looked like if they remembered correctly. Whoa, Justin, that was fucked up what you said. <laughs> it's the, tr- the truth. I have recently, as I've been playing Animal Crossing and dig up fossils, and PB's been like, what are fossils? And I've been explaining to her, and then she asked, like, how the dinosaurs died, and as I was explaining, you know, meteor hit the earth and all that stuff, she started to get very upset, and not because of the idea of, but, like, when I said, like, you know, the sky's darkened, and then they didn't have food to eat, she was like, oh my god, I bet they were so hungry, and she was, like, really upset on the dinosaurs' behalf, and you know what? I've never thought about it that way, but it's pretty fucked up. Right? They were just like, yeah, they're sure, dead. Yeah. Could never happen yeah. to us. Yeah, I'm glad they're fucking gone. Think about how sharp their teeth are and how powerful the towel yeah, is. Yeah, I guess that's true. Do I need that? 
my life's hard enough with the quarantine and Thank all. You. I don't want to get stomped on by an apatosaurus or something. Do you think, wouldn't it be cool if the dinosaurs were like, hey, I hear this is all over blood. You guys should come back out. <laughs> it's totally cool. It's a fucking hoax, dude. Come on out. It's fine. We're all, just, we're loving it out here. Dinosaurs are immune. I know that. No, no, no. I had it already. It's fine. Yeah, it wasn't out. even that bad, really. It's not even really that bad. It's like as bad as the dinosaur flu. You all died from the dinosaur flu. No, 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 no. That no, was no, no, that's no. history. That's pre listen, man. It's ancient history. It's before history, in fact. Um, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you've enjoyed yourself. We hope you're hanging in there, staying safe. Uh, the whole the whole bit. Um, we got some new stuff on our merch store. I think it's McElroyMerch.com. In addition to our ill-advised uh, 10th anniversary commemorative plate, new T-shirts. Uh, uh, we've got uh, some stickers, some free to get that summertime vibe going. Um, and uh, a T-shirt for Griffin and my video game podcast, The Besties. Uh, so that's worth checking out if you're. So inclined. Uh, real quick, I wanted to make uh, a, a, I wanted to mention uh, the podcast I do with my wife called Schmanners. Um, last week's so last week's episode uh, is a special all about like video conferencing and teleconferencing etiquette, uh, and we got a bunch of questions about it and did our best to answer those. Uh, so if that's something you've been worried about, you can check that out. And the week before that, uh, I I educated you know I talked about. Uh, a a historical figure named Joshua Norton, who is a dude who proclaimed himself the first emperor of the United States in like the mid 1800s in San Francisco, and it's one of my favorite topics ever. And I was very excited to talk about it. And so, if that sounds interesting to you at all, either one of those, make sure you go check them out. I, I yeah. think they're great. Uh, thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use for our theme song. It's a departure off the album "Putting the Days to Bed." Uh, groove on those uh, funky tunes. Nice. Yeah. And uh, thanks. To, speaking of funky tunes, thanks to Maximum Fun for having us on the network. All kinds of great shows on the Max Fun Network. Shows like Stop Podcasting Yourself and Story Break and Switchblade Sisters and a whole bunch more. All at MaximumFun.org. And like Travis said and Justin said, we have other stuff at McRoy.Family and at the McRoy Family YouTube channel. And if you uh, are a fan of our podcast, The Adventure Zone, The Adventure Zone graphic novel, book three, Pedals to the Metal, is available for pre-order now at theadventurezonecomic.com. That's coming out mid-July. So don't wait. Order it now. Give yourself something exciting to look forward to. Uh, is that going to That is, is that it. I am going to read the final Yahoo now. Thank you uh, to everyone who sent in Yahoo's. Uh, Jack sent this one in, though. Thanks, Jack. It's from Yahoo Answers user Negotiator, who asks... Ooh. Is it safe to say that the 1880s were just like the 1980s, but with less technology? Huh. <laughs> my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.